0: Three things you must decide before going plant-based. You know, living a whole food, plant-based, vegan lifestyle can be challenging. And there's some things, some structures, some parameters you want to put in place before you make the decision to go plant-based because it will make your experience much better so most of you guys know i've been living this plant-based lifestyle for many many years i yes i identify as a vegan i identify as a whole food plant-based vegan and what i do is i help individuals with uncontrolled chronic lifestyle diseases put those diseases in remission alleviate or reverse those conditions using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. But sometimes when individuals are trying the plant-based thing, they don't make some significant choices beforehand and it sends them down this spiral where they're unsuccessful, they're unhappy, they're not satisfied with their food. So really quickly, three things you must decide before adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle. Number one is what problem are you trying to solve? Like why are you considering a plant-based lifestyle in the first place? So what that means is that as I mentioned at Farm to Table and my signature coaching program our mission is to help individuals with an uncontrolled chronic lifestyle disease. So that means They are on medications, let's say, for hypertension, or they're type 2 diabetic, or they're high cholesterol, or they're obese, or they have chronic stomach and digestive health issues. So being very clear on why you're adopting a plant-based lifestyle will help to navigate and steer your journey. It will help you to decide what structure is required in the journey. So when individuals come to Farm to Table, for example, they have to be qualified to join Farm to Table, which means like during the application process, the suitability interview, we're asking questions to determine, do you actually have an uncontrolled lifestyle disease? We won't let you in the program if you're just trying to prevent those things. I'm not saying that's not important, but the way the curriculum is designed, the instruction that we give you, the coaching that we give you is designed for people who have uncontrolled lifestyle diseases. You need to know that for yourself. So are you adopting a plant-based diet just because you're plant curious, meaning you hear or may have seen some of the health benefits from removing animal products out of your diet and you just want to see what it may be like for you? That is very different than someone who's adopting a plant-based diet because um, they want to improve um, or they are sensitive to the... The condition of the planet, the condition of the animals—they um, are just—they are have compassion for other sentient beings, right? And that is again very different from somebody who has cancer. You know what I'm saying? It's very different for somebody who's in the middle of, the, of a health crisis, and they are making the transition to a plant-based diet um, to literally save their own life within, you know, the next several months, or to get you know, avoid a a surgery or avoid having a lifelong condition that's not reversible. So those are all very different motivators. And so once you decide on number one, once you decide on, you know, what specific reason you're you're trying to adopt a plant-based diet in the first place, that's going to help you determine number two, which is the style or the type of plant-based diet. So here's a red alarm. All plant-based diets are not created equal. So a lot of a lot of the times people believe that going plant based just simply means no animal products. But the truth of the matter is all plant based diets are not created equal. So I specifically coach and teach individuals how to adopt this lifestyle who have an uncontrolled lifestyle disease. So the way in which I teach plant based nutrition is going to be very different from a person who just teaches veganism and teaches people how to not consume animals that we have very two different motivators. So the second thing you need to decide is the style or type of plant-based diet you want to adopt based on number one, which is based on the reason that you are adopting it in the first place. Are you just plant curious or are you literally trying to put cancer on remission? These are two very different styles of eating. So I'll give you an example, you know, in, Um, From the table um, and at the Black Health Academy, my company, how we define, uh, for example, vegan versus plant-based. So vegan simply means the absence of animal products. So if you're just trying to stop eating so much animal products, but you don't have like a a health challenge that you're trying to alleviate, you don't necessarily even have compassion for animals or the planet. um, You just might want to feel slightly better. Or maybe it just costs too much because groceries is ridiculous right now. So you're like, let me get this grocery bill down. We're going to have some meatless Mondays. Okay, that is very different. So your style of a plant-based diet It's going to look very different than someone who literally has uncontrolled type two diabetes, or somebody who is, you know, um, massively obese, and they're trying to go plant based to lose the weight, right? Um, Maybe they're trying to lose weight to get qualified for a surgery. Maybe they're trying to lose weight, you know, to get off of medications or just to increase their confidence or get over body dysmorphia. So, your style of plant based diet is different. So, at from the table, we define this like this. A vegan diet, guys, is simply the absence of animal products. Vegan does not necessarily mean healthy. It just means you don't eat animals. Whereas what I teach is a whole food, plant-based lifestyle, which means, is it vegan? Yes, we don't eat animals, but we go about two, three, four, five steps further in that we also help our students to eliminate SOS, salt, oil, and sugar, and caffeine, We also teach it without vegan junk food. That's huge, none of that vegan processed crap. Um, We also teach our students how to live this lifestyle without vitamins and supplements, unnecessary vitamins and supplements. And so your style is the second thing you need to decide. What style, um, what type of plant-based diet is gonna suit you based on the reason you're going plant-based in the first place. So again, you know, this will also determine where you seek support. So an example of this is my private Facebook group. My private Facebook group is called Preventing and Reversing Chronic um, Disease with the Plant-Based Diet. So somebody who has a chronic disease is going to be really attracted to my Facebook group, right? But there's another Facebook group out there. I'm not going to name the name, but it's, it's a pretty big Facebook group, and it's for black vegans. And I've had students who have joined that Facebook group, you know, just trying to get some tips, trying to get some information, trying to get some meal ideas, things like this. And they come back to me and was like, Lisa, I couldn't even do it. I had to leave the group because it was so, you know, polar opposite of what you teach us about how to eat to prevent or reverse chronic disease. They're just like they have all this vegan junk food. They eat a whole bunch of sugar. It's a bunch of processed food. You know, they're recommending vitamins and supplements that you told us, you know, you you don't encourage. And so even though my group is technically vegan and that group is technically vegan, there are two totally different cultures, totally different. Like I've had several people come back and like they say, you know, they'll even try and correct some of the information that's in those groups. Not saying that the information is wrong, but they'll say, guys, you know, this isn't the healthiest way to be vegan but they said just I gave up. I it was just too much, right? And so Knowing the style or type of plant-based diet that's necessary for you to achieve the goal you want to achieve will determine where you seek help. It will determine who you model your behavior after. It will determine, you know, um, you know how you live this lifestyle in order to achieve the goal. Some people think, like, just giving up animal products makes you plant-based. And, you know, according to some cultural definitions, it might. But if your mission is optimal health, physical and mental, you have to be very, very clear on what problem you're trying to solve and or prevent, because that would dictate the style of plant-based diet you're you're on or you adapt. Some people are flexitarians. Like some people are just like, I try and do mostly plant-based meals, but I still consume some animal products. And there are some coaches you know, some influencers or whatever that will say that's okay, right? And there are some people who are vegetarians and these are individuals who might still have some eggs or some um, dairy in their diet. You know, there are there's raw vegans. If that's appealing to you and you help think it will solve the problem that you're trying to solve, then you might want to go completely raw. So there's so many different styles of a plant-based diet and that's why number one matters the most, which is Why are you uh, approaching this lifestyle in the first place? Because knowing the problem you're trying to solve and or the problem you're trying to prevent will help you to determine number two, which is the style of plant-based diet that needs to work best for you. And then finally, the third thing that you must determine before adopting a plant-based lifestyle is you have to be clear on your personal preferences and your historical behavior with your dietary lifestyle. So what I mean by this is number one, You do not need to be miserable. Like being uh, on a plant-based diet um, or just eating healthy, whatever, however you define eating healthy – does not come with the prerequisite to be miserable. Some people believe that they have to not only give up the foods that they absolutely love, but that they have to suffer through their meals, that you know they can't look forward to their food, that they can't extract joy or pleasure out of their meals, and that is 100% false being plant-based and being miserable are not synonymous. Okay. So number three is what are your personal preferences? So let me give you a real world example. This semester in front of the table that I'm currently teaching, we're currently at the um, point in the curriculum where where the students get their one-on-one session with me. And so I was in a one-on-one session with one of our students the other day and she said, you know, um, I want to talk about meal prep and meal planning because on Sunday, I went in my kitchen and I meal prepped and it took hours and I hated it. Like I just wanted to relax and, but I had to make all of this food, right? And I told her, you are not required to meal prep in order to be successful in this lifestyle. But she had a misconception that she had to. And this is very common. A lot of people believe that they have to meal prep. If you don't prefer to cook, let alone be in the kitchen for four or five hours to plan meals for three days. You don't have to. So knowing number three is what are my personal preferences, right? What are my lifestyle choices? Another example of this is... um, People, um, some people are perfectly fine with eating the same things over and over again. So some people can just like make a pot of chili, make a pot of soup or whatever, and eat on that for several days. And there's some people who need something different every single day. If you were like that before you went plant-based, you're going to still be like that. You're not going to all of a sudden switch over to being plant-based and just not prefer what you prefer. So what are your personal preferences and how can you make this work for you? So some people are like, love the kitchen. I have a farmer table alumni who's a chef. She loves cooking so much that she has now graduated into my plant-based certification program and she's creating a coaching company and, but it's a cooking company. Um, And she's going to, she's a chef and she's going to be meal prepping and meal planning for individuals going plant-based who don't want to do it themselves And she loves the kitchen. She loves recipes. She wants the recipe book. She says she goes to a restaurant, tries something and instantly think how she can go home and make it better. Most of us don't do that. So she has a preference for the kitchen. Whereas I have another alumni who barely knows where the kitchen is in her house, (laughs) right? So whether you hate cooking or love cooking, that's who you are. Don't think you have to come over to a plant-based lifestyle and not be you. So no, before coming into this, right, know what your preferences are. Some people they order these recipe books and they never crack them open cuz you're not going to use them because that's not your thing. Even the idea of making meals that require a recipe can be intimidating, overwhelming for people who cannot, you know, who cannot stand cooking. So it's super important that you understand what your preferences are. If you were a person who loved convenience food and processed food before you went plant-based, you're not going to come over here and eat super clean. So you need to get that under control. If you were a person who had an addiction to SOS, salt, oil, and sugar, that's not going to all of a sudden go away when you become plant-based. So you need to get that under control. So there's things you have to know your preferences and your shortcomings in order to be successful. Um, simply said, what was number two? So number two was what style of plant-based diet is required for you to reach your goal. So number one is why are you making the decision to adopt this lifestyle in the first place? Are, Are you like in the middle of a health crisis, like you have, you know, cancer and you're trying to put it in remission? Or are you just plant curious and you just want to see what it's like? or maybe it's a prevention thing you know I have some students who like I'm approaching the age where my parents died from heart disease and I don't want to succumb to that same fate so I want to prevent this so I want to try this plant-based thing because I heard it can help with that why why are you adopting this lifestyle and then that will help you decide on number two which is the style of plant-based diet that is required for you to do that someone who has Cancer, for example, is in the middle of battling cancer. They might even consider a raw vegan diet. I have a friend who did that. So she was very purposeful. She sought out this diet because she had breast cancer and she decided to go raw vegan because, you know, after doing her research, she determined that that was the most powerful way to reduce her tumor. And it worked. But someone else who's not in the middle of battling breast cancer may not need to go raw vegan. Maybe, you know, they just need to go whole food plant-based, you know, because maybe they're just having stomach issues, something that can be, you know, quickly rectified. Whereas somebody else has no issues and might just become a junk food vegan where they gave up the animals, but they're eating all this processed food. So, number one, why? Why are you here? Why are you arriving at this decision? What problem are you trying to solve? What, what's the purpose? Two, that will help you to determine the style of plant-based diet that's required for you, okay? So I teach an elevated version of a plant-based diet. So, and the reason I do that is because my students, again, have an uncontrolled chronic lifestyle disease, all right? So if my students have an uncontrolled chronic lifestyle disease, that means essentially that they're in the middle of a health crisis, and so we need to get their body and their brains back to a place of homeostasis as quickly as possible. So what is an elevated plant-based diet? Well, what I teach is, number one, whole food plant-based, meaning we're not using a bunch of vegan junk food and vegan substitutes, okay? So we're eating whole food as close to its original form as possible. Why? Because my students have already have imbalance in the body. them. They're not trying to prevent it. They've already arrived so they have imbalance in the body and or the mind and we need to do something immediately to restore balance okay so I teach it without vegan junk food, without vitamins and supplements, without even some vegan food that isn't healthy. It's technically vegan, but it's not conducive to healing. And so I even have them remove those things. So there's things that is the style of diet that I teach because it's, it's solving a specific problem. And then number three was what are your personal preferences or and or what are your personal shortcomings? Because that is going to impede on your ability to live this To live this lifestyle successfully. Again, if you are coming over with a food addiction, if you are coming over and you hate to cook, if you're coming over and you're addicted to eating out, if you're coming over and you're a convenient foods junkie, if you're coming over and you love to cook, all of that is going to come with you. Like just removing animals off your plate doesn't change who you are. And so now you need to sit down and say, okay, I'm trying this plant-based thing out and I hate to cook. So what do what tools do I need to employ in order to make this work? Okay, I hate to cook, so I'm not going to go out and buy recipe books. Like, why would you do that? You don't even they never going to get used. But maybe you need to search for plant based. Hey, Jeanette, (laughs) maybe you need to search for plant based meal prep companies that can ship the food to you because you want to be plant-based but you're coming over with a preference not to cook so how can I still get healthy meals that are in line with my new lifestyle and in line with my personal preferences okay so those are the three things you need to decide before making the transition to a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. Because if you don't, you'll get over here, you'll start modeling the behavior of individuals who don't have your same goal in mind. And then you're gonna be wondering why you're not achieving your goal. Why are my numbers going up? Why is the weight not coming out? Why don't I feel more energy like everybody else talks about, right? Why hasn't my sleep improved? You know, why you know why hasn't my body composition changed? Why why don't why don't I have more strength or endurance or recovery in the gym? Because we're modeling the behavior of someone who never started with the same goal as you. So you might be in a group watching all these other people's food and all of their substitutes and all of that. And that doesn't align with why you arrived here. So it has to make sense. okay? so those are the three things that you need to decide before adopting a plant based lifestyle. Listen, drop me a comment or shoot me a DM um, if this made sense for you or tell me what your biggest takeaway was. And I am opening up the um, application for my signature coaching program farm to table in just a couple of weeks at the beginning of March 2022. For the first time, I'm going to open it up for two semesters. So individuals, applicants, will be able to choose between the spring semester or the fall 2022 semester. So if you know you need to be in a room with individuals who have uncontrolled chronic lifestyle diseases and you need to adopt the type of plant-based diet that's going to expedite healing and recovery and restoring homeostasis to the body and the mind, then you must get on the waitlist for Farm to Table. Application for spring and fall is opening up. just a couple of weeks so visit lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me to read all about farm to table to hear testimonials from our past alumni and to get on the wait list until next time y'all